Uh, right now, is Judge Napolitano on? Judge Napolitano is on, one of the uh, great judges in our uh, uh, country. And, Judge, welcome to uh, the, the Cats uh, uh, and uh, Curtis and Andrew show. Good morning, my dear friends. It's a pleasure to be on with all three of you. Thank you for having me. It takes three of us to do the job of Sid, which is one. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask him. He'll tell you that. <laughs> no, he tells us that every day. <laughs> well, t- tell us what keeps you up at 3 o'clock in the morning now. What's up in the country, in the world? Well, I was not very happy at my friends uh, at Americans for Prosperity, you know, um, Charles Koch uh, endorsing Nikki Haley. That that did not go well. And they me. said they're going to put up $70 million? Well, John, you're going to have to match that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the three of us will, just like we're filling in yeah, for the morning yeah. show right here. Let me ask you, though, Judge, do you think that's more of a kiss of death for the Haley campaign from the public than the money actually will do her good for her campaign, $70 million is a lot of money. Well, Jeb Bush, who's a good friend, went through $100 million real fast. Exactly. What and DeSantis went through uh, $100 million real fast. Yeah. What Honestly, I was surprised at the 70, uh, knowing their wealth. I did a lot of public speaking for them, so I know them. Uh, uh, knowing their wealth, it should be many times that. And And your question is a great one, Andrew. I'm not sure that this will actually help her. With the voters, it will only help her, you know, with her her cash flow. Uh, But what she's trying to do is to develop momentum so that it looks like it will be she against uh, Trump. And she may very well succeed in doing that. I don't think she can possibly take the nomination from him unless some event happens that we don't foresee. Uh, but but she looks like she's the one around whom they're going to coalesce. Now, Chris Christie is a boyhood friend of mine. I don't agree with him on a lot of politics, but I'm loyal to my friends. I like Chris. We communicate with each other all the time. He can't seem to get any traction. And Ron DeSantis, whom I know and like, every time he talks, he loses votes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you, I think uh, my, my, my comments have been that uh, she would – Nikki Haley would be a good number two person – uh, she's a, a she's a woman. Huh? She'd be a superb number two person. Yes, not a number uh, one person. No. Yes. And I think uh, t- uh, Tim Scott, I don't know why he uh, bugged out. I think he would have made a great number two person. I don't know why. I think he dropped out because he didn't have any money, John. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, you've you got to pay these bills up front because politicians are notorious for disappearing after they lose not saying he would do that, but that's the way the, the vendors uh, treat. Uh, the well, they got so many consultants that all they do is glom, glom, glom. You know that word from Brooklyn? Yes, I know that word from Jersey. Glom. Okay. So glom, you mean, glom, glom. No, let me. Let me... The, the consultants. How, how many consultants did you pay uh, when you were running for mayor, uh, Curtis? Oh, well, you mean. How much did you pay your sister for public relations, Curtis? Shysters, you mean. How much money did you pay your sister? And she's good at public relations, but to try to make Curtis look likable. I mean, come on. It's, it's impossible. She's not, a, she's not a saint over here, you know? She's not a saint. Come on. He paid her to do the impossible, and she did it. She paid her off a 30 year mortgage. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Judge, I got a question for you. You mentioned DeSantis before, and tonight is the uh, DeSantis-Newsom debate. 
And one of the things that you mentioned about DeSantis is every time that he talks, he seems to, you know, lose popularity and people just he doesn't seem to strike the uh, the popular chord with people. You know, when you think about the facts tonight of Florida versus California, just how Florida, let's just take COVID, for example, was able to treat a, uh, all the people coming in versus all the people leaving California. It should seem like the facts should be on DeSantis's side tonight. But do you expect him to potentially blow this, considering Newsom is a very smooth operator, as terrible a job as he's done in the state of, why would of anybody, California? First of all, why would anybody watch that debate? I think people are going to be interested in it, John. Really? I think people I are. I think it's going to be fascinating. I, Maybe I, a I guess about 12 uh, For 2028? Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. Just because also we don't know if Biden's going to get to the starting line over here. So is Newsom the guy? No, I, I will know. give you the secret what's going to happen with Biden uh, if you uh, remind me later. Okay. I want to know All the right, secret. But judge. That secret now. But, Andrew, to your question, I agree with you on both counts. In that debate tonight, I can't imagine that I would agree with anything that Newsom would say, and I would agree with much, not all, but much of what DeSantis would say. But their manner of saying it, Newsom's going to be much more likable and knows how to connect with people far better than Ron. Uh, if Newsom wins, does Kimberly go back to him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not let touching that you, one. <laughs> all right, but, but, but judge, but judge. Uh, on a on a the number one issue, free speech, Elon Musk uh, is under fire. He believes in free speech. There's no doubt about it. One of the reasons that he spent a fortune to take over Twitter. Then all of a sudden he's under attack because he had decided to retweet something that others said was anti-Semitic. He traveled to Israel. What did he say? I mean, look. look, look, look I keep hearing about uh, he told them to go F themselves. You mean his advertisers, his sponsors. But what did he actually say? Let the people know. Right. But the point being is, where does free speech end, Judge? If you're running a forum, and that's what Twitter is, where everybody is contributing their point of view, where does it begin? Where does it end? Because right now, uh, he's under fire by many, many folks who are claiming that he retweeted an anti-Semitic statement. People retweet all the time. So yeah. where is the line? Because I thought America is free speech. I, th- I thought that's well, what makes what America so says. great. Let's see what the judge says. Go ahead, Judge. It, it, was, it was an anti-Semitic uh, wisecrack that somebody made. And um, uh, Elon Musk tweeted, you are correct. You have it correct. Uh, what did it actually I, say? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, you're going to have to look it up. It's, it's See, not nobody so knows. <laughs> the guy's the guy in part. deep crap, uh, and they put him into deeper crap or uh, Disney, and nobody knows what he actually said. Well, John's right. Nobody knows exactly what the hell he said. But getting back to, to Curtis's comment, the First Amendment only restrains the government. It only keeps the government out of the business of speech. It does not keep private entities out of the business of speech. So if somebody doesn't like uh, what Elon Musk says and they're an advertiser, they don't have to advertise. That's the way they express their disenchantment with him. They want to punish him for his speech. They can do so. They're an advertiser. They're not the government. It's only when the government punishes or coerces or influences speech. So if the Department of Homeland Security goes to Twitter and says, 
make Trump look bad and make Biden look good, and we'll overlook this violation and that violation. That is the government interfering with speech. If Congress takes a class of, uh, of speech and makes it unlawful, that is the government uh, interfering with speech. If the police ripped down posters that they disagreed with, that is the government interfering with speech. But when private people do those things, there is no restraint on it. So even though I admire Elon Musk, though I don't agree with him on everything, if Dell Computers doesn't like what, it said, what he said, then they don't advertise on his, uh, on his venue. That's their privilege. Speaking of Elon Musk, do you think his lawsuits against Media Matters hold merit? you think this is something that he's going to actually uh, win? or, or you know, cr- Because in looking at what potentially Media Matters did – it seemed like they weren't just taking a run-of-the-mill Twitter uh, page, and this just kind of happened. They seemed to try to create this result through thousands and hundreds of thousands of search results, basically, in order to show advertisers uh, their uh, anti-Semitic posts, if you will, uh, with their the Apple uh, and, and this and that. What are your thoughts? Well, sometimes uh, you you file a litigation not because you expect to win, but you expect to learn things in discovery mm-hmm. about your adversary. So I think Elon Musk, who's been tormented by uh, Media Matters for a while, wants to expose their internal operating systems, so to speak, and that will all come out during discovery. We're, we've all been sued. We're all familiar with uh, with discovery. It's, uh- it's where. Prior to trial, you learn about your adversary's case under oath, and you get your adversary's documents. That's what I think his goal is here. Ultimately, I don't think the case uh, has that much merit.